Hi, this is Brennan Davis <coughs> from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Lady Chow Fung, and we're talking about her experience at the Urban Action Showcase and Expo for the Five Venoms 40th Anniversary Celebration featuring Lu Fung. This is an event we've been talking about a lot on the podcast, and we've been anticipating it. You finally went, so how was it? What was the what was the experience like? It was an amazing experience. I am so glad that I was able to to go to this event. It was l- larger than I expected, but also very personal in the same respects. Um, I, I just can't say enough about how wonderful it was. I would like to thank um, everyone who was involved in putting on the event, um, R4 Films, Ariel Jade, uh, Demetrius, the Urban Action Showcase and Expo. The, I mean, it was so well run, and I had such a good time at the event. I'm still pinching myself because I can't even believe it happened. It was amazing. And uh, and you got a you got a. I mean, n- number one, the the big thing was you 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 got to meet Lu Feng. So so I guess why don't we talk about that? What, what was it like meeting him? Uh, you know, you, you know, th- this is something you know we've 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 been you know waiting for for I think since I mean we've known about this event since when January or so like that I remember talking about with about the event a long time ago and so yes we, um the announcement was made in December and the packages were uh, sold in starting in January I bought the exclusive dinner package with Lu Feng, which meant that I got to have dinner with him on Sunday, the day after the event. But meeting him was surreal. It's like nothing you've ever experienced. I've met celebrities before, like Daryl Hall and John Oates, being from Philadelphia, and some other people. We're gonna have but to follow to me, up on that, by the way, at some point. I want to. I, I want to touch base on that again. But but go on, go on. <laughs> um, but meeting your idol is really, really surreal, and then to have him be so sweet, so gentle, so gracious, so loving. There are so many positive words to describe this man. I mean, he was amazing. He had no ego ego at all. He was very humble. He didn't even realize how many fans that he had around the world in the United States. So when he got here, it was just, I think he was shocked. And impressed to see how many people still love him, mm-hmm. and it was it was just amazing to see the looks on his faces when you know he saw people in um, t-shirts and saw all the merchandise that was there, and people brought him gifts, and you know just he was just so humble and so gracious. It was I don't know. It was just really sur- surreal. He is an awesome awesome man and i'm so glad i had this opportunity and that comes through i saw you know i saw the postings on social media about it and it really was coming through that he, he seemed to really be enjoying the event and he seemed really gracious to the fans and it was uh it, it was uh it was it was it was sort of nice to see that um 
And what what else did you get to do? You got to see some movies, right? There were there were film showings there. Uh yes, they showed six Venom's movies. They saw and then they showed Invincible Shaolin, of uh, five Venoms, of course, Return of the Five Deadly Venoms, aka Crippled Avengers, um, Mass Avengers, Flag of Iron, Rebel Intruders. Did I say six movies or was that five? I don't remember. Um, oh well, we'll find um, the list at some point. But there was a, there was a substantial number of movies shown, and you you saw how many did you see? You saw. Um, I saw four of the six. The only two I did not see were um, five Deadly Venoms and Crippled Avengers. But you've I've seen those made... a lot already. Anyway, like I know you've you've seen the five Deadly Venoms. I'm sure a million times and uh crippled avengers that's true i mean we just <laughs> saw, we just we, we just did the crippled avengers right so i know you've seen that recently too um, yes uh but what was it like on the screen like that must have been a different experience seeing it up that big on the on the screen oh my gosh it was just so amazing i had um i had audible reactions to some of the scenes um, in some of the movies that I did, I know it was coming. I've seen these movies like hundreds of times, but to see them up on the big screen, larger than life, makes it even more shocking. Like um, Invincible Shaolin, I think I had the most most audible reaction when um, Lu Feng's character, his chest is ripped open open by Lo Mong's character at at the end and um i gasped so loud i'm pretty sure everybody in the movie theater heard me mm. and that actually was brought to tears because they show that close-up of his chest and you know being split apart and it's just like shocking even though i know it's gonna happen it's just made worse that it's up on the screen but it was just so so much more powerful seeing it up on the big screen than seeing it like on your little television or you know on your computer. And uh, what like what was how many people were there? I guess and what was the like was it a, was it mainly people of a certain age or was did he have fans of all ages and from all over the country? He had fans of all ages from there. Um, there were. I guess Teddy was the youngest fan, Ariel Jade's son. I just love him. He's the sweetest little boy. Um, he probably was the youngest fan, and he's a third grader. So he's oh, like man. eight, nine-ish. And then there were older people there, people that were like older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, people in their 50s. So it was a, a good mix of people. And some of the people, I believe, from their reactions – from the movies we're seeing the movies for the very first time i know for sure like the flag of iron and mass avengers and rebel intruders aren't readily weren't readily available for most people to see mm-hmm. so some people might never have heard of them before mm-hmm. um five deadly venoms and invincible shaolin and crippled avengers were pretty much the three that i remember seeing when i was a uh, a little girl mm-hmm. on TV the most. I didn't discover the other three until 
later in life. So if it was their first time seeing it, you could tell from the reactions. The fans were just amazed at um, the the skills that the actors possessed in the martial arts. I mean, the one that I specifically remember is um, the cheering and the oohs and the ahs when um, the final fight scene in Flag of Iron came on. Uh, that That's my favorite movie. And I was brought to tears at how beautiful the actual choreography is with the flags on the screen were that large. It's such a difference when you see them on screen. The, the, the moves, you can see them much more cleanly and clearly. And they're just so much more impressive mm. when you see them up on the, on the big screen. I mean, I love that movie even more now. Um, and the audience clapped at the end of um, Flag of Iron and Masked Avengers because even Masked Avengers, I love that end fight scene too. It's kind of crazy. But I love that one. And it was so much better up on the big screen. It's like, I never want to watch these movies again on my TV or my computer. I always want to see them on the big screen. And I'm like wishing that someone would bring back Saturday Kung Fu every week so that I could see a different yeah. movie on the big screen. It's just so amazing. Their, their skill level, the flipping and... Oh my gosh, the bare hand fights and the weapons work. I mean, Lu Feng is an expert in weapons, but to see it on the big screen, oh, just amazed. amazed. I, it's just the whole the whole experience was surreal for me. Yeah, no, that, I mean, it, 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 hopefully you won't be disappointed now when you go and you watch them on uh, on uh, on the little screen again. That's the uh, I guess that's the only potential downside to it, but. Uh... But yeah, I don't know. They they really don't they don't really have things like that anymore where you get to go to the theater and see this stuff. So it really is like every once in a blue moon I'll hear about a movie being screened. But uh but but that really is sort of a rare opportunity. So short of investing in your own home theater or something, you're yeah. You know, exactly. I want to hit the lottery just so I could have my own home theater so I could watch these yeah. movies up on the Start, big screen. Co start collecting like the uh the original prints of them and yeah, <laughs> yeah that would be awesome i mean if i i don't know flag of iron is just it's beautiful yeah it's those i mean beautiful. i've never seen it on the big screen but on the on the small screen even those scenes with the flags are you know outstanding it really it re it's one of those movies where you know the 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 beauty of the weapon is sort of the important thing more than the practicality of it and it and it really works on the screen i think um it's got a it just has a really cool look to it and um it does it's just it's mesmerizing the flags are and it's uh, beautiful and they're so graceful in their movements there's no stumbling or you know they're just it's seamless mm -hmm. it's so beautiful and that's your favorite uh, Venom movie, right? The the Flag of Iron. Flag of Iron mm -hmm. is my favorite Venom movie. Yes, and I just and Lu Feng's your favorite Venom. 
So and Lu Feng is my favorite Venom. So if I'm gushing over this man, there's yeah. a reason why. I mean, I love him as a villain. I love him as a um, as a hero, but I prefer him as a villain. I just think that, and this is what I told him too when I met him that his character Cal Fung is his best villain because he was the smartest villain. Um, that he ever played uh, the chess match using his brothers as chess pieces against each other. And it was just, that script was very well written yes. for me. Uh, the mystery that um, starts at the beginning and goes to almost the end is just, I don't know. It's one of the best movies ever. Yeah, that was a good, that is a good movie. That's a, um, and uh that, yeah, I think I, I agree with you on the villain front. I think his villains are what I really enjoy. He's got he's got a cool villain look too. Do you know what I mean? He just has that look that gets like just works for the villains. But um, yeah, he has um, he has a really well. First of all, okay, I'm gonna go really girly, and I'm usually not this girly. That's okay. But um, <laughs> he's a very handsome man and he's got very classical features his cheekbones are like at a perfect angle so that when he stares and he gets that cold icy stare it just goes right through you mm -hmm. but then when he's trying to play it up and make you think that he's being a good guy he's got this warm and charming smile that um he can um lay on lay on you so that you're disarmed mm. and then he's got this smirk that is just i don't know i think his smirks are the best they're just they're brilliant but um he's got all these facial expressions that just make you well made me personally fall in love with him mm. and it, so when he's on the screen and in these bad guy roles it's really hard to hate him with most of his villainous characters because he does come off so unassuming and unalarming and he disarms you to the point where it's like, yeah, he's not really the bad guy, but then he goes through and he kills mostly everybody. And so, you know, he is the villain, but then there's um, characters like um, in Magnificent Ruffians where he's totally evil from beginning to end and he's just killing people for the sport of it and but he's so good at that too and to believe that this man is the complete opposite in real life is just that's what makes it so brilliant is that this man is nothing like the villains that he plays on screen he's not evil he's He's very charming, but he's very sweet mm -hmm. and down to earth. He's just a wonderful human being. No, I, I, want to, I hear that about a lot of people that play villains. They sort of are, uh, you know, they're often the people that are like the nicest off screen. And sometimes it's the heroes that are not the <laughs> the nicer guys <laughs> here. So, uh, but yeah, no, I think I think any anybody that can get you to cheer for them in a villain role is that's good. That's a, that's a, you know, if you're, if you're rooting for the bad guy, they're doing something right. Um, you know, not that you're necessarily rooting for his character, but like you want, you want to see more of him and you, you know, you, you, right. you enjoy his presence in the movie. Um, and I kind of sort of 
at the end of um, Flag of Iron to want him to have this like redemptive moment. Like, yeah, I was wrong. I did all this stuff. Please forgive me. But you know, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, I do root for his some of some of his villains to to turn it around, even though you know they're not going to. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, was there anything else that happened at the at the event that you wanted to you wanted to talk about? Um. Well, I gave him a gift. Mm-hmm. I made a had a blanket especially made for him that had what I thought were his 10 most iconic roles mm-hmm. on it. And I was really nervous to give it to him because I didn't think he would um, like it, but he was really impressed with it. And then he gave me a gift. He told me he had a gift for me. And I was like really shocked. We're Facebook friends mm-hmm. and we've talked through Messenger a couple of times and he's liked my post and we've talked through the post. But um, one of the things that I always say on Facebook is that you cannot beat Lu Feng with a cape, a fan, a guando, or a spear. Uh-huh. And um, so he gave me a gift and he told me he'd autograph it for me, but he didn't tell me what it was. And then when I opened it, it was a fan, it, this beautiful fan that he bought from um, Taiwan and then when we had dinner on um, Sunday afternoon, he signed the fan for me. So it was really, really pretty cool. That's how sweet and genuine this man is, that he would give someone like me a gift. He's the big star here. Mm-hmm. And he really appreciated that I like him and I'm a big fan. And so he specifically bought me something that I love. A, a, a fan might not sound that important, but to me, I love to see him fight in a movie with a fan. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was just like, it was like a connection between us. Cause I know that's one of the things he likes too, uh-huh. is wielding a fan. So I don't know. It was just really surreal that, this big star is going to present little old me with a gift. No, and that's... he signed pretty much anything that I wanted. So yeah. that was really cool. And that's a super cool thing to have. That's like, you know, a fan with, with this, you know, the signature and all that's, that's a, uh, that's an amazing thing to have on your, on, you know, I'm sure you have a spot for it. I don't know where you're keeping it, but you know, <coughs> I have, a, um, I'm going to get a shadow box made with glass mm. on both sides so that, you know, it's encased and well protected but actually on the fan he wrote to dear dion and he spelled my name right mm. and that's a rarity no one spells my name right and no one ever says it right so when we're at dinner and he's thanking people for coming and he says my name and says it correctly the first time it was like wow i mean when growing up in school None of the teachers ever said my name right unless they knew who Dion Warwick was and was a fan of hers. Then they knew <laughs> okay. how to pronounce my name. But most teachers would give me some kind of weird name or call me Diane, thinking Diane. I my name was misspelled. But he said my name right, so I was really impressed. And I don't know, I, Lu Feng really impressed me at 
um, at this event. Just the time that he took to talk to people. And, you know, he's a great hugger, too. He hugged me. I never thought I would get that close to the man, mm -hmm. but he hugged me, not once, but a couple of times. Okay. And I was really, really delighted with that, just to be that close and personal and to actually have conversations with him was really cool. You know, it looked like a very cool event. Like, it looked like he was really, you know, engaging the fans and... You know, everybody seemed like they were having a good time, and you know, like I am, I was only piecing it together from the stuff I saw on uh, on uh, on the on the Facebook feed and stuff. But it, it definitely, like, you know, when you when you go when you when you decide to go to an event like that, you don't know how how much time you're going to get with people and what your uh, you know what the experience is going to be like. But this looked like it was above and beyond what it you know uh, you know what what the sort of baseline expectation might have been. So. It was yeah my my baseline expectation was that I was going to go and watch these movies and walk up to the table and get my flag of iron and my rebel intruders poster signed and walk away uh -huh. I never and I was planning on giving giving the gift to Ariel and asking Ariel to give it to him for me mm -hmm. because I didn't think I would be able to speak to him mm -hmm. because he's, I don't he's my favorite. So I really get shy around people mm -hmm. that I don't know very well, even though we talked on Facebook and everything, I really didn't want to bother him or, or anything. So I was just going to give it to Ariel and have her present it to him but um, when I saw him for the first time, I did go mute. I couldn't speak. And then I handed my phone over to um, James Santi, who was taking pictures of him meeting fans as he was, you know, coming into the event. And um, I quietly asked Lu Feng for a picture. And when he turned around, he recognized me right away from Facebook. And um, I was just going to shake his hand, but he pulled me in for a hug, which was really, really surprising. And, um, you know, we took several pictures and we talked about um, some of his villainous roles and things. So uh, just he made everyone that came into contact with him feel special. And I've always said that. No one remembers what you say to them, but we will always remember how you made you feel. Mm -hmm. And he made me feel extremely special over those two days, even after the event at um, Saturday night, he messaged me to see if I'd gotten home all okay and if I was all right. Oh, that's and nice. And so that was really yeah. sweet, you yeah, know? That's a very so, nice... yeah. Um, so it was really awesome. He just, I think he made everyone he came in contact with over those two days really feel extremely, extremely special and important to him. So, yeah. So, yeah, I, I definitely was watching that, be like, oh, man, do I wish I was there. That looks like a blast. That was, uh, cause, because again, you don't know what it's going to be, and then it was like, oh wow, this really was like a a, a real fun event. Um, but uh, but I'm glad you had a good time because I mean I was I was you know we've been waiting for this all year, and it's, it's like you know how what's it going to be? And uh, 
and it was like <laughs> 10 times what it what it you know what it probably normally would have been you know it's so that's a exactly yeah. and um you know this was my first one so i'm planning on going back next year um so i'm really excited about it i met a lot of my facebook friends um and some some people from you know the twitterverse so it was really really cool to actually get to spend time with these people that you just talk to online to see them in person and see how excited everybody was and how connected martial arts films just and shaw brothers films in general just bring people together yeah, it is. It is interesting because you don't. I don't really get an opportunity to meet many other people that are. You know, I mean, except online. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, right. it's like here, like you know, you know, like we meet, we talk, and you know, I, I have people I know online who are interested in, in Shaw Brothers, but I've never like go to a gathering of of fans or you know, my friend Steve occasionally stops by and we'll watch like a, a movie together, but but that's about as close as I get. And so I think uh, to you know. It, that there's like it's basically like a convention like there's like you know uh it's kind of like a shaw brothers convention or something so right it's um it's an action movie convention like comic-con is you know and it's so awesome there were vendors there selling things i have a um a centipede mask Mm -hmm. that i bought you know there were t-shirts there were comic books there were all kinds of artists of color there that were, you know, that had their wares and everything was just so well done. Mm. I mean, the artists were amazing. The posters and the pictures and just everything was so cool. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. It was mind blowing to see that many um, fans there at one time. It wasn't just, you know, celebrating uh, the five deadly venoms, but you know, um, they were celebrating spawn there and equilibrium and, you know, there were other actors they try to honor from the past. And so it was, um, it was really a cool, cool event. I can't say enough about how awesome this event was. It was just amazing. Yeah. Sound like, I mean, it really, it really does sound like it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, that's, uh, um, again, what, what was the name of the, it was the urban action action showcase, showcase and expo. And, uh, and yeah, people should definitely like, where is there a place where people can see the, like the celebration and the events and stuff? Is there a webpage or is it, uh, um, Oh, I got it. Yeah. There's if, they, if people go to urban action showcase.com, they can, uh, they can maybe take a look at, at everything that we've been talking about. But um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to keep our eyes open for the for the next one. And and they um do it every November. It started, I think, in 2013. Mm-hmm. So the first or second weekend in November is when they tend to have it. So the next one should be um 2018 at the same time. Okay. So, um, everybody make your plans and save your money and, and go. I mean, there were people from all over the world there. I met a guy from Germany Mm -hmm. that was really cool, you know? So it's just like, they're not just coming from the United States. They're coming from all over the world. Well, I would, I would imagine there are a lot of European 
uh, fans of of this genre. That would because uh, I oh, know yes. a lot of times when I buy these movies, I have to get them in German with not in German, but the cover will be in German. And uh, uh-huh. you know, so like I I, I I imagine there's like an enormous fan base in Germany or something. Um, but uh, but now now but before we go, I did want to find out like how in terms of getting there and stuff was that like was that easy enough or was that a a big challenge sort of the the ride there and then the you know finding a place to stay and all that stuff well it was really easy for me i'm outside of um philadelphia so it took like two and a half hours to drive to new york city Mm -hmm. and it was a real easy drive and the um the theater that it's held in the AMC Empire 25 is right in the middle of the theater district. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, I booked a hotel right around the corner from it. There's, there are hotels everywhere in the theater district district. And um, actually the urban action showcase blocked off 50 rooms at the Westin times square and they had a special rate for anybody who was going to the event. And um, so I booked my room through the Urban Action Showcase at the West End, which was a lot cheaper than um, the other rooms that I had found on my own. So that was, it was really easy. Everything was right there for you. There were cool restaurants to go eat at. I ate at the Hard Rock Cafe for dinner one night. Um, so... You know, it was in the center of everything. There was plenty to see and plenty to do. Um, my cousin went with me, and she didn't stay for the um, the event on Saturday. She didn't come with me to the event on Saturday and stay the whole day. Mm-hmm. But she found other things to do in just, like, a five-block radius okay. of the event. So it was really, really cool that it's it, right in the heart of everything. Okay, so it sounded like it was, because that would have been my big worry, you know, especially being from Boston, and I'm always afraid when I go to New York, but uh, but I think uh, it sounds like it's a manageable thing to get it's there. It's very manageable. Yeah. You just um, get a hotel that's really, really close by. Um, they sent out um, a link, I guess, in October, late September, early October, about blocking off rooms, and mm-hmm. then I... Um, booked my room through that so yeah it was really awesome okay so so yeah so all right so we'll uh you know we'll we'll let you go and we'll um uh we'll be back on uh sometime next week with we actually picked a movie for next uh next uh we're gonna do we're gonna do dirty ho right that's the the next film dirty ho is next week all right so we'll be back on with dirty ho in the meantime you guys can go on amazon prime and catch dirty ho and watch it and then you'll be ready for when we have the talk and and again, it was the um, the Urban Action Showcase and Expo, and uh, Lady Jiaofeng had a had a wonderful time. And uh, that's uh, you know, unfortunately, she couldn't join us for the uh, My Young Auntie podcast, which would have been great because she has a lot to say on on movies like that. But uh, but I think it was good that she got a chance to to check this uh, this event out and meet Jiaofeng. So um, so all right, so we'll be back on and we'll talk to you later. Bye.